nothing. I had a good conversation. It's great for you as adults to try to tell a story in the Bible in your own words to your children and hear their responses. And so toward the end of the week, I was riding with my daughter to take her to school and she took her children's Bible and she said, Mommy, I'm gonna ride reading the children's Bible. It's a graphic novel type Bible. So I said, baby, can you read to me? She asked me, Mommy, what can I read to you? I said, can you read to me the book of Esther? Well, it doesn't have books, it has little stories in there. So she read the titles and then she read the story to me. When she was reading the story to me, I feel like that's when I got the revelation of what I needed to talk about today. Because she did that on Friday morning. And like I said, all week I had been struggling to figure out what is it that God wants us to hear today as we honor the woman of God. When she read me the story, we started to have a conversation because she wanted to know the history. So then it required for me to have a conversation with her about who Queen Esther was in terms that she could understand. Sometimes the Holy Spirit wants us to have that childlike understanding of the word, that simplicity of the word. We make it so complicated that sometimes no one wants to go to church because you're going through the Greek version of I don't know who, what, said what. Half of these names, I can't even say them. But when you listen to a child and you have that childlike, innocent understanding of the word, that's when manifestation of his word becomes real to you. And so we were talking and I started to tell her, well, you know, the story about the lady is that this girl was an orphan. I don't think sometimes we pay attention to the reason why God allows us to have difficult beginnings. See, the Bible says he knows the plans he has for you. Plans for good, not to evil, to give you a future and a hope. He never has bad plans for us, ever. He is good and all-knowing and all-powerful, but yet he can never, ever take away the will of humans. We are given a will and a choice, and the bad choices we make have brought sin into our lives, and situations in our lives. And so we see that Esther's life is merged with a past that some of us may, may, I don't know if there's anyone here who's been orphaned at a young age, but it's marred with, with difficulty. We see even her own great-grandparents. She comes from a history where Mordecai, her uncle, I mean her cousin, who took care of her. So we know the lineage of their family through him, that their great-grandfather, Kish, was actually taken captive. So we understand that the history of their family is not a beautiful history. It's not a history that is filled with wonderful stories of great conquest. It's actually filled with a lot of pain. So we see a woman though, that when we get into the scripture and we read about her, she's raised by her cousin. And her cousin's family history of violence has lots of you know, slavery and captivity, you know, the Jews were persecuted and they were scattered all across. So then we come into the story, and I, I remember Pastor, you went over this, you said, you talked about Queen Vashti. She disobeyed, she was demoted. Sometimes God has orchestrated for someone to lose their position because you were meant for it. And we sometimes as women don't give ourselves credit for what God has in store for you. Now, 
I want to quickly go because I do not want to preach today, right? My goal here is to give you a word that will bless you, me, and the woman of God, and help us to see what it is that we're doing as we bless her. We think that by coming here, we're honoring just a woman. We're not just honoring a woman. I said this to Pastor Flo when she called. I said, I'm coming because I'm coming to give my, my gift. Giving to her, I'm getting my portion of my gift. And I, I jokingly say this to her all the time. I'm not missing out on anything. If there's any reason why we're going to, see, we're going to plant a seed for this woman of God, I want to be included. And in any other woman of God that I see around me, because I know for sure that her success is my success. And so I'm sitting here reading this word, and this is what God started to show me. He started to say that in the, script, in the scripture, we see that Esther replaces Vashti. But we see in chapter three that after all of those things happen, she gets promoted, she becomes the queen. Haman is promoted after she is put in that position of authority as queen and is favored and promoted despite her past. Here we come, an evil human has been promoted as well. And what God said to me this morning because I had to wake up early to read this, says your elevation immediately paves way for your enemy's promotion. Anytime you, as God has placed you and changed your level to a new level of anointing, a new level of, 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 of authority, a new level, man or, man or woman, that is the opportunity, the, the opportunity that the, the enemy takes to also raise a standard. So anytime you are dealing with demons that you never dealt with before, you know that your level has changed. You know that you're in a new level of anointing. You're walking in a new level of authority. And so the Bible says that in, 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 um, the law was against her because Mordecai told her, listen, this man has decided he's going to kill all the Jews. And the enemy would like, this is what I learned from this, the enemy, the devil would like for me and you to remain obscure, to remain a nobody, an unknown person. Because the, the reason why the enemy has raised a standard is because here is a woman who's been called for such a time as this. And so when we see the battles that our pastor has to fight, some, most of you maybe have never had to fight, we see those battles that she's fighting. We see her going through a difficult thing. Not just her, but even your own sister, your next to you, your, your fellow friends. And you see a woman battling difficulties that you don't understand. Why could they be going through this? You need to understand that the minute that promotion has taken place, when God has chosen you for a specific purpose, the devil has to raise a standard. And he has to find a way to keep you in obscurity. So if you're not having any battles right now, you need to ask God, what is going on in my life? Why am I so obscure and I remain unseen? 
that the enemy is not noticing me right now. I'm not, I like how, what my apostle Zimbabwe says. He says, it is not ungodly for you to have battles and to get attacked. It is ungodly for you to lose. It is ungodly for you to lose. But you aren't going to be attacked. In this, in this world, you will have difficulty. So the scripture goes along and just to kind of wind down, this woman has to, there's a declaration, kill everyone. That is, to annihilate the Jews. And Esther agrees to approach the king uninvited, which is actually breaking off protocol in the kingdom. There are times as a woman, you have to walk against the grain. You have to go against the laws for the sake of the destiny of others. That is what our pastors do. That is what Pastor Alice does daily. She's constantly fighting battles and going against rules and the laws. And she takes risks on behalf of each and every one of us. We as women, I'm just talking to the women right now, need to understand that you are to defy social, political norms. That God calls you at some point of your life to defy what is normal to everyone else. Because God wants to rescue a generation through you. So the law is against her and she's hopelessly risking her, it is a hopeless situation and she now has to risk her life. The odds are stacked against her. The Bible says in, 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 in chapter four, verse 14, that she could no longer, Mordecai told her, your silence is no longer necessary, it's no longer important, it's no longer golden. You being quiet is no longer going to work. You will perish with us. And God will raise another person if you don't ramp it, you don't step into the place that God has called you to step into. There comes a time in life when you have to speak out of turn. Take an action that defies all logic and goes against the normal. Who knows whether you have come into the kingdom for such a time as this? Get ready to die for the cause of what God has called you to do. If you perish, you perish. That's the kind of faith that Pastor Alice walks in. So when you are busy blessing her, guess what? You're getting a portion of that faith. You're getting a portion of that anointing. The same way the Bible says you are going to walk on scorpions. The more you begin to listen to the word that comes out of the woman's word, uh, the woman's mouth, the word of God that's coming through her, the more you're able to walk over scorpions. The more you're able to walk in faith. And the scripture talks about. And there's nothing worth living under when it's not worth, if it's not worth your life. If your life is worth more than the, than the circumstance that you have in your life, the situation, then your, your priorities are wrong. Because this is what a woman does when she is standing in the, in the, in the, um, in the gap. She is willing to die. You know, when you go to, to give birth to that child, chances are you may not come out of it alive. But you do it anyway, because you want to see that child make it into a manifest on this earth. 
We women are anointed in a way that we see future, we see things ahead of us. And we're able to take risks because we understand that what we are walking in is important, not just for me, not just for my daughter, not just for my husband, but for a generation ahead of me that I may never live long enough to see. And so a shift is required. It is actually imperative. It is, to, it is a do or die time for you to get the job done. In this season, in 2020, I'm not talking about 2021. A lot of people have written off 2020. I keep speaking that nothing in 2020, I'm, I'm, I'm not leaving anything on the table in 2020. So when I rush over here to see the woman of God and rush back to Atlanta to get back to work, it's because I know one thing's for sure, that what anointing she's walking in, I want a piece of it. And so you are anointed to orchestrate a shift. Generations are depending on you. Woman, don't sell yourself short. Don't sell yourself short. The scripture we just read is a declaration that was made because a shift took place and a woman took a stand. A woman took a stand and risked her life and a generation was redeemed because of her, delivered. I want to embolden you guys, ladies I mean, everybody really, but I want to embolden us women. Many are the times we stand in the sidelines. Pastor Alice is not that kind of pastor. Otherwise we wouldn't be friends because we'd have nothing to talk about. I can't be around those kind of people. She's the kind of woman that takes a stand on your behalf, on behalf of everyone in this room and many others. There are times I'm scared to take her call. If she tells me she had a dream, I'm like, Pastor, please hold up. Can I just be surprised by God, please? I don't need you to tell me what's gonna happen. She walks in an anointing where God shows her things and shares with her things. And she's able to stand in the gap for each and every one of us. And so I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm here to just give you a quick word of encouragement, but also light a fire under you to get you women especially to start asking yourself, what is it that God has called me to do? Spend time with the pastor. Seek time to understand your calling in your life. Not only that, bless each other. Don't talk about each other's, behind each other's back. Don't talk about so-and-so and what they're wearing and what they look like. Let's be a blessing to each other because each and every one of us has an anointing to shift. Anointing to shift the generations ahead of us. So I am imploring you and encouraging you, each and every one of you, bless your husbands, bless your friends, bless your sisters, bless your families. I'm in the same boat. I struggle sometimes when I, things don't go my way. I'm, I actually, Pastor Alice has been saving my marriage for 14 years, so we thank God. But we just celebrated 14 years this week. And we thank God for that. But there are times I've had to call her and I'm complaining about something and she says, she go get yourself together. So each of us sisters, let's look out for each other. Let's bless each other. Let's bless our, our, our husbands. Let's bless our children. 
because there are generations that are depending on your obedience. And your obedience is going to save a generation. So as we honor our woman of God, we just thank you. I thank you for the times you call me and you challenge me. There are times I don't listen, and then I pay the price, and I call you back, and I'm crying, and I'm sad. And I just thank you for the times that you've had grace for me. And I just want to thank, and I want each of you to take your time. Thank you for the video. That was a wonderful compilation. But even in person, walk up to her. Thank her. But most of all, take care of the calling and understand what it is that God has placed you. What it is in this time that God is requiring for you to do. Because we each have a calling. Sarah, in her old age, gave birth to a generation. A generation. So it is not age specific. I just turned 40. I have a lot of life to live. So I am excited for each and every one of us. I know 2020 is going to end with a baby. And for each of us that are sitting in this room, we thank God for what you've done for this family and for our First Lady. God bless you. Thank you, Ms. Cameron. Um, thank you for your patience this far. We have lunch. So don't worry about them adding the stew some water. We have enough food downstairs. So continue being patient and thank you for this one. So we've had from different people, even the youngest, I think it was Alex. And now I'm gonna invite the last person to speak to us. Mom, where's Kyron? encourage her with
You are there. Yeah. And you, see you mama iko wapi? Una mwingine atakusaidia. And be happy to see me. Bana asifiwe. Ah. Ndirona auto ikiuga na tikekea. なんとけ、俺はここ、あらけずだっていうあらけもうもうでまりよ。のっけあっても結構元気が。なんとけあこらずま。ああ。パスタジェコ。でもえ、おかけ。な。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめんなさい。ごめん
Siku ujua alisana kama jiko. <laughs> Sasa, iwatoto ni watoto yangu ya nyewe, sitaki kusema chochote na jua mkonja, hata mimi nikonja. Hata <laughs> mimi nikonja. Lakini, what I would like to say, Modo osiareto ni modo moka. Aturaga na kuhika. Mutiyoyote amazaliwa na mwanamu.